man, how's it already draft time again? And we still haven't picked a, uh, like a theme song. <laughs> <laughs> I know, uh, to be fair, we have had a few sent to us, but I think we also said, Hey, this one doesn't sound like it kind of fits what we were going for. I can't remember, but I felt like we would have definitely had one picked by next draft time. And here we are and we don't. So this is another call, I guess, call out um, for if anybody wants to make us a cool theme song for this. Very similar to like the Monday night count football countdown. Like, da na da na da na na da na na Not a copycat of that, not but in the same not, yeah, spirit, can't be the same kind copy. of spirit, the same idea, you know, like the yeah. motivational music you want to get on the field, or in this get case, hyped about it. get yeah. behind the computer, get behind the keyboard, <laughs> and like you know, type really fast and get hard. that very <laughs> serious look on your face, like <laughs> it's game time. <laughs> and it is game time, Cody, because as you mentioned, today is the third annual WWDC Fantasy Draft. Pretty big event, as far as we are concerned. Yeah, it's even bigger than, you know, we did one back in March for Apple's It's Showtime event. And I think this one just feels uh, so much, the magnitude is just so much higher here. It just feels like such a larger thing because there's so many other options, so many more options, I guess I should say, of things that we can pick and select for the draft. This list I'm looking at seems like it's a mile long. Anything can happen. And yeah, I'm just super stoked for this episode. Yeah, and, and for this special episode, we have a special sponsor, and that's Luna Display, the company that makes the only hardware solution that turns your iPad into a wireless display for your Mac. You can use your iPad as a very portable second display for your Mac with great image quality and pretty much zero lag. Luna Display can be set up in just a few seconds, and it can work instantly over your Wi-Fi connection or over USB if you don't have Wi-Fi. Uh, Luna Display also acts as a complete extension to your Mac with four support for external keyboards, Apple Pencil, and touch interactions. It literally turns your Mac into a touchable device. And today, Let's Talk iOS listeners can get an exclusive 10% discount on Luna Display. Visit lunadisplay.com and enter promo code TALK at checkout. That's lunadisplay.com, promo code TALK. The link and the promo code are in the description or in the show notes of the show. So go check it out. We should have talked to Luna Display about putting their name in the fantasy draft, you know, like the 2019 Luna Display fantasy draft. Yes. Kind of like, you know, for in football, they have like the Fiesta Tostitos Bowl. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Or like the arena, you know, like the AT&T arena. That's how I should should rename our offices like this, the Luna Display office or the OWC office. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Um. You know, like as we're coming uh, to to this uh, to this uh, draft pick a few weeks ago, and I think that was right after the the March event, uh, someone sent an email or maybe tweeted something uh, saying, "I don't like these draft uh, uh, episodes that you guys do. They're stupid, and uh, I don't like them." <laughs> and obviously, that's a very personal opinion, and I'm sure some people don't like them. But I also know for sure that some people love them. I personally love them. I know you do too, Cody. But as I was uh, thinking about this today and adding stuff to the list and trying to uh, create my own, uh, make my own picks, 
I came to realize that this is more than just, uh, you know, a fun game that we play. Obviously, it is super fun. And uh, right before the event like this, it's nice to like kind of release some of the pressure pre-event like that. But it's also a nice way to round up all the rumors and make somewhat of predictions of what we think is most likely to happen. So it's not just a game. We're not just here like for playing and just giggling and 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 me winning which is the you know the <laughs> hey, unavoidable the unavoidable let's look at march's <laughs> event here <laughs> but i believe also, i'm the reigning champ yes you are you are that's correct uh but let's r- remind everybody that i was the champ for wwc 2018 uh so i'm the defending champion here uh, you're, you're. It's all part of the same season. All in all, yeah, it's it's a great way to round up all the rumors and sometimes some of the crazy ones. And uh, there is a bit of danger here for this game is to put what we really want to see at WWDC versus what can really happen. You know, there are some things I really want Apple to do to iOS or watchOS, but will these happen? And that's where. We have to think strategy. I know you know this, you, you know that too, Cody, because you get caught a few times losing because of that, where you get caught right. into the game and you're like, your your, your heart is playing, not your head. <laughs> uh, so let's not make the same mistakes today. Hey, I appreciate it, but as I said just a little bit ago, <laughs> reigning champ here. Um, and uh, you know, I'm with you. I'm super excited about this episode. In fact, I think this might be the best episode of 2019. Um, for those who have not, uh, maybe this is your first time joining us for one of these fantasy drafts, let me break down the rules for you real quick. What me and Sebastian are doing here is we're looking at a very long list of things that we both came up with, things that we've seen in rumors, um, things that we think can be unveiled uh, at Apple's WWDC event. So obviously we're talking about the keynote, which is typically led by Tim Cook. Um, they will talk about iOS 13. They will talk about the next version of Mac OS. Uh, maybe even some new versions of, uh, of watch OS and, uh, TV OS, which I'm now looking at my list going, uh, I didn't really look at those that, that hard. <laughs> but obviously the two main ones, Mac OS, iOS, there's been a ton of leaks, a ton of rumors, uh, and reports, uh, based on these two operating systems and what they might bring to the table this year. Um, so we're looking at this list and we each pick five, our, our top five things that we think are most likely to happen. And we do this sort of like if you've ever played fantasy football. It's a draft like that where uh, we will decide who gets to pick first. Usually we do a coin toss. And uh, whoever picks first will select the thing they think most likely to be unveiled at WWDC. And then uh, then the next person goes. You don't just get to pick five in a row. It's one person goes and the other person goes. It's in a snake formation. And uh, so when we each have five things on our list... Uh, we will watch the event, which I believe is a week from today, and we will see who scores the most points and whoever sco- scores the most points wins. We've even got a fun surprise here. We've got a nice little bonus question, which I'm really uh, excited about. So I think that lays it all out. Did I miss anything, Seb? No, I think it's uh, you laid out the ground rules pretty well. And if we have little bumps along the way, we can discuss them. But I think I think we're, we're pretty set. Yeah, and... Just to like add some context here, we've been on Skype for a good half hour <laughs> trying to really pound out the details here in terms of, oh, this one's not definitive enough or, oh, let's remove this one completely because it's too vague or it's too broad. And so we take this very seriously. We uh, are very competitive in this. So 
just kind of set the stage in case you hear us yelling uh, curse words at each other here in a bit. Yes, yes. We got the lawyers <laughs> ironing out all the little details, and we should be good, so we, should, we shouldn't have any problem. <laughs> okay, since I feel like you do this, it's customary at this point for you to do this. Would you like to ask uh, that digital uh, friend of yours over there uh, if we can pick heads or tails? And then I will select heads or tails. Um, so do you want to select heads or tails? I know you always do the same thing. You always, always say tails never fail, but they always fail. It's hilarious. That's so funny that you know that at this point. Uh, yeah, I'm, you know what? I feel like the last three times <laughs> tails has fails me. Yes. And so I feel like just the odds are on my side at this point. So let's run it back. Tails never fails. Okay. Uh, all right. Let me press and hold. Heads or tails? It's tails. Yes! Oh, yes! No. Tails never fails. Tails never fails. Well, tails never fails one or four times. <laughs> hey, you only remember your most recent victories, so that's where, that's where I'm at here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Woo. I, right. You know, I'm... Yeah, I am super stoked to have the first pick here because there's one that I am just all in on. And I I was like, I hope Sebastian doesn't take it. I feel great about it. It's dark mode on iOS. I just, Android just did it. This has been a rumor since probably last year's WWDC. They went half in with the accessibility feature. What was that, a year or two ago? The inverted stuff. I think they're going all the way this year. Mark me down for dark mode. I mark you down. I, um, that's a very obvious um, one. That's one that. <laughs> that's honestly, a very obvious one. <laughs> that's one that was at the top of my list. You know, yeah. there was this one that I just like you. I was hoping I would get the first shot, and uh, right. and when you won the start, I was hoping that you would pick something else <laughs> because I was like, yeah, who knows? Maybe he's gonna forget about it, or maybe he's gonna he's gonna have something of uh, bigger importance. But uh, that was not the case. <laughs> I would know. <laughs> it's all about the dark mode. I will tell you this: we have had this feature dangled in front of us before, oh, and yeah. it just never came to be. I mean, they've even found it in the deep hidden within the code of iOS, and we ended up not seeing it, like actually in the public view, right? Public facing. So I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent confident. I'm like ninety two percent confident. Because we have Mac OS, which has gone dark mode. And uh, again, like I said, Android just unveiled a system-wide dark mode. And I just think that when that happens, it's because they know that it's coming from Apple as well or vice versa. So I feel I feel all right about it. Dark mode is my first pick. Just to uh, spice up the, the pick a little bit, do you... And and you know obviously what we're about to discuss is not part of of the 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 pick itself. It's just more like a side discussion. Do you think it would be like a like a pure black dark mode, or do you think it would be like enough gray dark gray dark mode, or do you have any idea what this if, would this dark mode be completely black? Uh, especially for these uh, OLED displays where you don't really need to light up every pixel and you can just you know, not uh, light up the black pixels and leave it black? Or do you think it could be like a, a dark gray or some sort of off gray color? Um, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. And I, if I had to guess, I would say completely black, like the blackest, the, the blackest black, because I think 
I think that I don't know if maybe I'm making this up or I read it somewhere and it's inaccurate, but I think that if you go like with the complete black color, like the deep black, it uses less battery life than if you even just had like a gray, you know, like a very dark gray. I think the the screen still has to compute pixels for that. Um, so I, 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 if I was going to guess, even if that's not a true thing, even if I did just make that up, I still think that, especially with the OLED displays, I think that the dark, deep, true black looks so much better. I mean, every app that's had a dark mode, like I'm just thinking of maybe like my Reddit app, um, they've, they've changed. A lot of these apps have changed their dark mode to the true black because it looks so much better. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, if I had to... To go deeper on that, I would even imagine, I mean, I'm not very confident that's going to be the case, that Apple will offer uh, APIs to developers to easily implement dark mode in, in their applications. You know, it's not just going to be something uh, that the system apps or uh, Apple's apps can take advantage of, uh, but any developer will be able to easily or somewhat easily, depending on the application, implement uh, dark mode on, on iOS 13. Right. All right. Um, well, since you picked um, something that feels pretty safe, um, I'm going to pick something that feels pretty safe too. Cross-platform iOS and Mac apps. Um, I think that's the, the marzipan we've been talking or hearing about and talking about. And last year, Apple made uh, the first steps in bringing some of these apps, like the news application, uh, the home application, uh, voice record, voice recording also made it, um, was ported from iOS to macOS. And uh, we've heard uh, rumblings that this was going to be um, uh, a bigger part of the, of the keynote this year and, and the whole WWDC. So I think Apple is going to make it easier for, or yeah, somewhat easy for developers to bring their uh, iOS applications. I'm not. I'm not feeling confident enough to say uh, or go go along what the rumor said that this year would be iPad applications and next year would be uh, iPhone applications. Um, I just. I think we can just leave it broad by saying that Apple will make it uh, easier for developers to 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 bring their iOS applications, whether they're iPad or iPhone, to the Mac starting this uh, this year. So cross-platform iOS and Mac apps is my pick. Okay. Yeah, that's, as you said, that's a pretty safe pick. It's something we've already seen. They've kind of debuted it a little bit last year uh, with bringing over some of these iPad apps or some of these apps to uh, to Mac OS. And uh, we've heard tons of rumors about it since then, right? So you just feel like the timing's perfect for this. I know developers are excited about this because it's been tougher in the past for them to bring some of their apps to Mac. Um, so you're saying this this feature will launch. It's not just, hey, we ported a few more of our own apps over to Mac OS, right? right? You're saying this feature will launch to developers because honestly, that's exciting. Like take take this game out of it. It's very exciting if Apple can actually launch this feature. I think we see a, a flux, you know, just like a huge uptick in uh, Mac app, Mac OS apps, and I think that. That's a big deal. You know, I've, I've long thought the Mac OS, uh, platform was lacking in comparison to what people were doing on iOS. I'm super ready for this feature to launch so we can start, uh, seeing a transition there. Yep. 
Okay, that's our both our first picks in the books. Um, so now it's time for pick two. Yep. And for pick two, I am going to. So this is kind of with my heart and kind of with my uh, what I want. And we've talked about this a little bit before, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I think Apple is going to refresh the Reminders app, the Stock Reminders app. On, um, I guess we didn't put here on iOS, but I think it's going to be on iOS, obviously. And I think that the design will transfer over to macOS. But I really think it's the new app in iOS. I think it's just that's my least favorite stock app, probably. And I'm going to say that even over. I don't. I barely use stocks. In fact, I have like a separate stocks app that I look use. Uh, I don't use the voice recorder very often, although I always like mean to. I'm like, hey, that's a good idea. Maybe you should just voice record it. Um, I don't. I definitely don't use the compass. Right? When are you going to use the compass? I, I just would love to know that when you're just stranded out in the middle of nowhere, your GPS isn't working, but you're like, man, I just love this compass app. Um, but I hate the reminders app. That was a long way of saying that, but. The Reminders app is just the ugliest looking thing ever. I can't believe it ever passed design, you know, um, anybody higher up in design at Apple where they were just like, thumbs up, looks great, guys. Let's get it out there. <laughs> so I'm super stoked for Apple. to. I mean, because it's so baked into the system. I mean, I use, I've said this before, I use the Clear app for to-dos and reminders, and it integrates somewhat decently with the, the Reminders app, but... Nothing talks to the digital assistant. Nothing talks to the deep inner workings of iOS, like their own I- reminders app. And it is garbage at this point. So count me down for them redoing it. Oh, boy. And that takes my second pick. <laughs> uh, could you just imagine them like uh, being like, you know, we were going to redo the reminders app, but we <laughs> we decided to. <laughs> <laughs> they just decide to quit making it. They're like, we thought third-party developers were doing a way better job, so we just tossed it. <laughs> yeah, and and there's not much. I mean, there's not much to redo in the reminders app. Uh, just a, a, a fresh coat of paint and adding a couple of features here and there could go a long way. I mean, this app, like what we see on iOS 12, was the uh, was first, I think, released with iOS 7. So this is like five, uh, five, six years old. This this something that has you know aged uh, quite a bit, and um, I do use the reminders app. Uh, it's my kind of my default reminders application. That's the one I use for um, like simple things, and then I use uh, an app called Do uh, D U E for more complex uh, reminders, like things with uh, recurring tasks and recurring reminders and things like this. So I use a little bit of both, but, uh, I do, I do use the reminders app a little bit. Um, but realistically, I never, I never spend too much time in the app because most of the reminders I create are from Siri, you know, on HomePod or on my phone or my watch. So I never really go into the app to be bothered by it, but I know, uh, that I use do because reminders, the stock reminders, is not capable of doing what do is. And who knows, maybe uh, maybe with a, a fresh coat of paint and a few new features added, uh, reminders could be, could be a very solid application. Just like the notes application is a very solid notes-taking app now. You can do a lot of things, you know, like you can... Uh, scan documents. You can uh, annotate images in there. You can, I mean, there's a, there's a lot you can do. You can add bullet points and and format text and things like this. And uh, and hopefully reminders can can be as solid 
a reminder app as Notes is a solid Notes app on, on both iOS and, and macOS. I'll 100% agree with you that how good the Notes app is. But man, you said Reminders app could just use a fresh coat of paint. I'm calling for a complete teardown and rebuild. It's bad in there. Like Property Brothers would walk in and be like, you know, they'd start drawing their little concept in the top right hand corner in that awesome computer software they have. They'd be like, okay, well, we'll just add some new cabinets here. And then it would just break. They're like, nope, can't do it, guys. Sorry. On Love It or List It, I'd list it 100% of the time. I'd be like, see you later. I don't know why I'm doing HGTV comparisons here. But <laughs> yeah, people who don't watch HGTV <laughs> or don't live in the US have no idea what HGTV is. It's home and garden television. And it's like, you know, these shows, real estate show, buying apartments, flipping, remodeling, yeah, they and relate, stuff like this. So they relate was, to interior design. And, yeah, That was uh, packed with references, but I got them all and they were awesome. <laughs> sick home and garden references, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. I feel like my picks are taking forever. But yeah. Yeah. Refresh reminders. Count it. All right. So, you know what I what I want to do? Every time we have this pick, this, uh, this draft, I'm also teared apart because I want to do, I want to win, obviously. Right. And I usually do. So that's good. Uh, <laughs> um. Boom. Take that. But also... I want to make bold uh, prediction or more. I want to take bold picks. I don't want to take yeah. the obvious reminders, refresh, you know. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Which I would have taken if you hadn't, but I just want <laughs> to put it out there, you know. I'm not, I'm not taking you down completely here. I would have picked it. But I also want some stuff that are not necessarily like the most obvious. Um, and, you know, in, in the name, of the love of the game, I'm going to take something that is not necessarily super obvious. I'm going to take... My second pick is notable improvements to shortcuts on iOS. And that's the Shortcuts app, the successor to what was known before as Workflow. Uh, you can do a bunch of stuff. Uh, shortcuts bas- basically is uh, you know, a redesigned Workflow application. And I know that the app can do a little more than Workflow could do. Um, but there are still some stuff you can't do. Uh, stuff such as uh, location or time-based triggers. You know, maybe uh, you could set a, a, a shortcut to say, uh, 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 fire up this shortcut as soon as I get to my office. And this shortcut might, I don't know, send a message to your wife saying, I made it to the office and uh, send a message to your friend saying, I'm here, let's go have coffee. Or so, I don't know, something like this. And also background processing, which is not part of uh, the current shortcut application. That means you can't have like scheduled tasks. For example, you can't create a shortcut to say um, schedule uh, a text message to be sent at three in the morning to Cody to wake him up. So he's tired the next day for the draft. <laughs> <laughs> that totally seems like something you would do too, actually. No, that was a wild example. <laughs> but you get the idea. And I'm not saying these will make it. These are the features. But I think we're going to see uh, some improvements to shortcuts. And as I'm saying that, Cody, that reminds me of something we didn't mention in the rules. Something we didn't even discuss, you and I, uh, right now today but something we discussed in previous picks. Okay. So what we're discussing, what we're picking right now, um, has to be mentioned on stage, right? Or be in a slide or come up in 
a press release or something within within the day of the keynote, right? That's usually how we play it. 100%. It can't, because this is WWDC, right? So it's a little different. They're going to be going on for three or four days. Um, but yes, we always say, and uh, definitely should have mentioned this in the rules beforehand, but uh, we always say day of. So it's got to, literally the day of the keynote, it's next Monday. If if something were to come out the following Wednesday, I don't know that that counts, right? We, no. In fact, we'll probably record before then, so it wouldn't even be able to count. But yeah, it's just it has to come out the day of the keynote in a slide, in a press release, in a or in a leak, maybe maybe in a session, maybe or something like this. Someone would tweet, "Hey, I was at this shortcut session, and uh, they're allowing location based uh, triggers." Right. That okay. would, that would, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's something we're definitely going to see on a slide though. I mean, that's, I know shortcuts is a niche project for them, but I still think that's a, that's a, maybe a slide or something we'd see for the iOS 13 section. But, uh, yeah, agreed. And I'm glad you pointed that out for, for folks. Okay. It's going to be your uh, third pick in, in a minute. But, uh, before, before you go ahead, I want to take a minute again to thank our sponsor, Luna Display. Luna Display that has been sponsoring us for quite a while now. So we really, really appreciate their support. And, and we are um, uh, doubly, or we are just as much excited that I personally use Luna Display and love the product. So it's so nice to have a, a sponsor uh, that sells a product that I can totally uh, back up and, and be behind and uh, vouch to you guys. Uh, Luna Display. You know it. You've heard me saying it. It's the only hardware solution that turns your iPad into a wireless display for your Mac. Uh, it turns your iPad uh, into a very portable display for your Mac uh, with great image quality and pretty much zero lag. You can be set it up uh, in just a few seconds. Uh, you just plug a USB little dongle, cute little red dongle, by the way, um, in your uh, Mac, in your MacBook, in your MacBook Pro, in your Mac Mini, in your iMac, whatever Mac you have. You plug that in and you fire up the Luna Display application on your Mac and boom, here it is. You have your Mac on your iPad. Uh, at this point, you can do one of two things. Uh, you can use um, Luna Display as a secondary display. So you would have your main display and, and your iPad would be your secondary display. Um, I sometimes use it like this, but you can also use it as uh, a complete extension to your Mac, basically uh, replicating whatever you see on your screen on your iPad and pretty much run macOS on your iPad. Uh, it supports external keyboards. It supports Apple Pencil, touch interaction. So you can have macOS on your iPad, on your lap, on the couch, and you can play with it or uh, interact with it, rather, uh, with your hands, or with your fingers, with your Apple Pencil, with a Bluetooth keyboard. Uh, it literally turns your Mac into a touchable device. You have to experience it to believe it, uh, because words can't describe how cool that is. Let's Talk iOS listeners can get an exclusive 10% discount on Luda Display. Visit lunadisplay.com. It's L-U-N-A-D-I-S-P-L-A-Y.com. And if you enter promo code TALK, T-A-L-K, at checkout, you'll get an exclusive 10% discount. So again, lunadisplay.com, promo code TALK. Our thanks to Luna Display for sponsoring this show once again. Okay, um, I believe it is my third pick. It is, indeedy. Okay. Now, I'm, you know, I'm sitting here looking at this, and I've got multiple options left here. 
um, for my next couple of picks. And I'm just trying to think of what order to go in because if you go in the wrong order, again, this is just very much like fantasy football. Do you take the running back first? I mean, everybody knows you take the running back first. But then do you go wide receiver? Or do you go tight end? So I'm kind of just, I'm kind of in that bubble right now, but I am going to go ahead and, and pick one of these, I think. And I think it's going to be that Apple is going to finally, after a lot of years of everybody complaining, is going to redesign the volume HUD on iOS. The heads up display. I think that this screen, that's it. Get out of here, screen blocker. No more screen blocking because that's all it does, right? It just, it literally covers up half the screen. It's 2019 Apple. You know we want it. We've seen some cool concepts of this come out over the last couple of weeks and months. Pick one. (laughs) Pick one of these concepts that anybody else designed and um, just get it done. Um, So no, I I just, you know, I obviously don't know how exactly it's going to look, but the huge square with the volume icon in it is going to be gonzo. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, it wasn't on my list, but that's a very good one. Ah, then now I wish I would have gone in different order. <laughs> Dang it. It's just, it's just, uh, it's been something I think we've had on the past, in the past. I um, think it is too, yeah. As an item as well, because it always felt like such an obvious thing to do, or <laughs> to, to get rid of in, in iOS, this big annoying square that takes a large portion of the middle of the screen, usually covering what's on that screen. Uh, some applications, I think the YouTube app is one of these, maybe even Netflix, uh, I believe so. Um, they, you know, they, they don't show the, uh, the volume, uh, HUD when you ad- adjust the volume and they, uh, sometimes implement their own version of it, which, uh, is not in the middle of the screen because <laughs> they are smart. And, uh, yeah, I think we are all, uh, waiting for something like this. It's going to be one of these tiny little small things uh, that goes a long way. Um, yeah, and this kind of, this is a little bit of a side discussion, but I don't know if you saw the piece on Daring Fireball um, from John Gruber talking about just how like not very exciting the design of iOS is anymore. And it really sparked, at least in my Twitter timeline, it really sparked a conversation on how much actual design-related things we'll see in iOS 13. Because if you think about it, we had the, uh, um, gosh, I'm always going to forget the name of what it's like, the, the type of design that... Uh, skeuomorphic. Skeuomorphic, thank you. And it's skeuomorphism, or however you want to say it. But that was around for, what, six years, for all the way up to iOS 6. Then in iOS 7, this new fresh design hit. We're hitting about the same year mark, right? We're six years into that design. So at what point does Apple start... I don't know. I don't think they're in a spot this time around where they've got to completely rebuild or redesign from the ground up. Um, they purposely did it this way, it seems like, so they could just kind of, you know, do shorter, smaller increments of refreshes. But I just think that I, I'm just, it just makes me curious how, how much of this update that we think is going to be very feature heavy, how much of it is going to be based on the actual design of the operating system? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good. That's a good point. Uh, they don't need to go. They don't need an iOS seven year again. Completely right, right, rethink right. everything about design, but make noticeable improvements to the to the user interface. Um, and and they've been doing these really over the last few years. You know, like they uh, went to a new font and then they uh, made the font a little thicker. And 
you know, they they make us they make no, but they they do make changes. Some things right, but those change. examples are uh, terrible. And, and you notice they it. made the font thicker. But well, I mean, I think you know, if you look at between iOS 10 and iOS 12, there is some you can you you know, if you take screenshots of a settings app, for example, or or you know, the messages, or you would notice. Um, uh, s- some noticeable changes. It wouldn't just be like subtle little things. Um, again, it's not rethinking entirely these applications, but you would see a difference if you took screenshots and looked at them side by side. So yeah, I'm I'm all on board for 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 the idea of uh, making a little push uh, towards uh, a refresh uh, user interface, and uh, maybe not a drastic one, but ma- making some. Making some efforts, you know, putting the effort into it. It's I can't think of the exact term he used, but it's just it's not delightful anymore. You know, like you used to be kind of delighted uh, when you would do little things throughout the operating system. You'd be like, oh, that's cool. Or, oh, that looks really nice or uh, something to that effect. It's just not that it's, it's very bland. You know, a lot of white space. Uh, again, this is along, you know, this runs along the same lines of uh, uh, Android's material design it's uh, it's just very popular in this modern design age we live in to be very sparring and things like that. But give us some yeah. color, Apple. Give us something that makes some of the things pop. It's uh, um, it, you could argue that dark mode is going to accomplish that for them, right? Hey, guys, do you want uh, guys and girls? Do you want uh, uh, you want to change completely change the look of iOS? Boom! <laughs> There's dark mode for you, and now it just yeah. yes, everything's just darker, but I, it it does look different. I've been using Mac OS in dark mode since it came out. I love it, and it definitely feels different. So you could argue, in a way, that Apple feels like it's accomplishing it with dark mode if it happens. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't say iOS is not delightful anymore, but. We've been living with this overall theme of iOS 7 for six years. And it's not delightful because it's just a habit. You know, you can have, you know, you can have, you can buy a brand new Tesla tomorrow and it's going to be a delightful experience, right? But in five years from now, if, if your battery is not dead and you haven't sold it or, you know, it didn't crash because autopilot didn't turn off or something, oh. uh, you you would feel you would Too feel silly. it wouldn't be as delightful. It, it wouldn't be as delightful in five years. You know, it'd be like, eh, it's just my Tesla. You know, yeah, big big screen in the middle. Yeah, you know, I plug it in. It's fine. You know, just just my Tesla. So I think anything that you use for an extended period of time, in this case, six years, loses its delight. There's just no way around it. And adding a few things here and there, or changing a few things here and there, the font, the colors, is is not enough. You need like a, I think, a drastic change to rekindle some some delightfulness with the user interface. That's just right. my, my opinion. As we're touching yeah. on this, I mean, that wasn't part of the <laughs> of the plan. Of the draft at all, Cody. What are you doing? <laughs> Let's just take a quick break and talk about iOS design and where it's at in its cycle. <laughs> oh, uh, my next pick is that Apple is going to delight us. <laughs> <laughs> with iOS 13. <laughs> Let me see the paper. Uh, the most abstract things, you know, like, how do you right. measure this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Does that I, count as delighted? My next pick is my next pick is is going to be a good keynote. <laughs> oh man, my next pick is uh, oh a good bonus question would have been how many shirts are untucked on stage because there's people in my Twitter feed that keep track of that tucked tucked wow, versus untucked. Is Tim tucked or untucked? You think? <laughs> oh man, that's uh, a good one. He's tucked. He's tucked. Yeah. He's a pretty He's sharp tucked. dress guy. I don't know. Sometimes he goes for the button up, untucked over jeans, and he just pulls yeah. it off somehow. He's like the coolest CEO in the world. He is the white card of CEOs. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> he might write. He might write right. in with a jetpack. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's move on a little bit. Uh, I'm yeah. going to make my next pick, and that is, for me, pick number three as well. And I'm left with few options here, Cody. And I can feel the sweat coming down my <laughs> forehead. Uh, <laughs> getting hot, hot flashes. Yeah. I don't know what Brett's it is. getting deeper. I don't know if it's I'm getting I don't know if I'm getting old or if it's the pressure of the of the draft, but I need to make a pick here. And... Oh boy, what do I do? Do I make the board thing or do I, do I, uh, I want to win. All right, I want to win. It's decided. <laughs> I'm going to pick for my third choice uh, something that's been rumored by Mark Gurman and is, is the revamping of the health application as we know it. Uh, maybe Apple is going to make it more delightful. Um, but <laughs> I don't think Mark was very, uh, didn't go into much details about what, uh, what that meant, really. Uh, but I think we can all agree that the health application is not a great-looking application. It's kind of boring. It is kind of confusing. There's different levels it's of data heavy. Uh, user interface. Yeah, it, and it is data heavy and sometimes doesn't give you the, the most important data you want to see, like aggregated data right. and things like this. Um, so, yeah, I think we're going to see some, some changes to this. I don't know how. If I had to make a guess, I, you know, I feel that going to go maybe, and this is not part of, you know, the, of the pick. It's just me like riffing on it, but it might just be something. I would, I would see them go like something like the workout application or, uh, what is it? The activity app. The activity app with like the ring-based um, user interface, something they're gonna use for the wallet application for the Apple Pay, Apple Card as well. Right. You know, like they they were showing, uh, like this uh, completing the circles or moving, dragging uh, buttons around a circle and things like this. I could see that going that way. Not hundred percent sure, but I could see them, you know, drawing inspiration from this or like really going along this theme of circles okay i like it now what do you think about my pick yeah you like it i like it yeah it's uh because I, I absolutely agree i like i mentioned a while ago i think that uh the app is very data heavy you can get lost in lists and menus and things like that if you start tapping around it's it's not a great experience particularly when you're really trying to sell people um on hey let us help you get healthier which I think the Apple Watch does a great job of, and that's because it's based largely on the activity app. Somebody brought up an idea which I thought was interesting that uh, uh, it's kind of a take on your activity rings idea, but if you were to put that in the health app, you could maybe put things like, okay, you closed your sleep ring for the day, 
And you can even extrapolate it out to, okay, you've, uh, you've already closed your sugar ring, Cody. You don't need any more sugar. Stop. You know, that kind of deal. So, um, I think that they could definitely make it, give us more, more of the information we would want from the health app. You could put that front and center in a dashboard, maybe a revamped dashboard type of thing. And, or, and then you could also gamify it a little bit more. Um, I think Apple's had great success with that with the watch. You could really take it to the next level with the health app. Not saying that's what they're going to do, but we're at least talking about some sort of notable change to the way health bath looks and or functions, right? And so, uh, and I think it's time. You know, that's been that's that's an app that's been around since at least the Apple Watch, if not before. And uh, I think it's time for a change. Yep. <laughs> I basically ended it with a political slogan: "It's time for a change." <laughs> oh <laughs> man, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I so I like I like the pick. You're right. That's been in uh, some of the more recent rumors here, and uh, I just think it's due. And I like, I really like when you can cross that intersection of it's kind of time for it, but it's also a rumor. Like it's also on, on paper as somebody having said they've talked to an inside person and they're working on it. All right. What is your next pick, my friend? Okay. So for pick number four, woo, we're really getting down to the nitty gritty, right? This is, it's happening. Yep. Um, this is about the time in fantasy football drafts where you start looking at quarterbacks. Just a little tip out there for you kids. Anyways, um, my next pick, and I'm so glad you didn't take it. I was kind of worried you were going to take it um, because I thought I picked in the wrong order. But my next pick is going to be something that's big rumor. This is another one of those that this really crosses the intersection for me of it seems likely because it's been in rumors, but it's also something I want. And I know it's not as important to you because you don't use iTunes that much on the Mac. But... We are hearing of a new music app on Mac for Apple Music, and I want it. Give it to me, Apple, right now. Um, I just my HomePod's not in my office; it's not where I work, so uh, it's multiple rooms away from me, and uh, so I don't use that for music. I have a Mac hooked up to an external display, hooked up to two like a pretty decent two point one like sound system on uh, my desk. And I will play music from my Mac to that sound system. Um, I actually, like, during the day, I'll play, like, I just type in productivity to Apple Music, and it usually finds a pretty decent playlist for me. Um, but I want it in a different app. It does not belong in iTunes. It's weird when I'm in the music section of iTunes, and I go to search, and then it returns iTunes store results. It's getting old. You got to click on the four or the U tab or whatever to actually browse through Apple Music. Done. We're done with it, Apple. Give us a standalone, uh, a separate music app for Apple Music. Spotify has their own app. Um, Pandora just released a new Mac app, I believe, or at least a revamped one. Um, Apple, you're behind your third party counterparts. Let's get with it. So now I need a little bit of clarification. Uh, because <laughs> okay. The pick. The pick in the list is new music app along iTunes on Mac. So really the pick is music app is coming, but we also get iTunes. iTunes remain the same. If you want to listen to music through iTunes on your Mac, you can. But you can also do like you want to do, Cody, have a dedicated music app on your Mac. So is that your pick? I think... I think it's going to be a standalone separate music app is what I've gathered from the reports. And that's really what I'm calling for. Um, so I don't, I, iTunes wouldn't really be a part of my pick. I just think there's going to be a new music app. 
Okay, so you change the picks on the fly. That's what you're telling wait, me. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. How is that different? What's I guess I don't get what the difference is here. Well, does iTunes go away or is iTunes still here? I think they're breaking things out of iTunes, right? So I think okay. iTunes stays. But okay. I think, yeah, yeah, I don't think this is a re. Uh, this isn't a revamped iTunes app. I think iTunes stays no, no, because no. you still have to have the stores. But you, you saw they broke the apps out of it. Do you think you'll still be you'll still be able to listen to music on iTunes if you want to? I mean, I think yeah, you'll have music in there. But I think they're I just think they're doing a standalone Apple Music app. Like that's pretty definitive. I think they're doing that. Mm-hmm. That's very narrow. That's not widespread. Mm-hmm. I think you're still going to be able to like preview the music in the iTunes store, and I think you're still going to be able to play your playlist that you've had in iTunes for years. But I just I think the new music app is coming. I mean, I copied the pick right out of the thing. It says new music app. Yeah, but you didn't mention iTunes, and that was when I when I typed this pick. That was very deliberate because it adds a little spice to the pick. It's not just hey, new music app, which is most you know most likely to happen. But the pick is more precise because it's new music app. But iTunes is still on the Mac and you can use both applications but someone like you or someone like me would probably just use the music app but yeah uh you can still use iTunes if you want Oh yeah I don't think iTunes going is going away so I think we're on the same page here but I'm just saying what I really I'm just super excited about Apple doing a new music app and hopefully iTunes is not going away because we're going to have an argument about this and we're going to have to have the lawyers involved again, Cody. And we don't want that. Last time it cost right. us $14,000 each in legal fees. Yeah. Yep. Todd, talk to me, okay? He's telling me that my pick doesn't count. <laughs> All right. Pick number four for myself. And this one is pretty clear. There's no room for uh, error here. And it is screen time for Mac. Digital well-being has been a thing for a year or two now. And every uh, company is making an emphasis on this, uh, probably because they feel like they have to, because everybody's talking about it more than uh, pure enjoyment of people's well-being. Um, but um, screen time was introduced last year on, on iOS. It uh, lets you uh, set up, as the name suggests, time for uh, on the screen for different categories for specific applications, uh, set up restrictions for your children, for example. And it is something that we don't have on the Mac yet. Um, and I believe on this year we'll be seeing this, uh, this feature come to the Mac. I think a lot of people, I know my wife uses this a lot on her iPhone. Um, it's kind of kind of useless because every time the iPhone says you're running out of time or you don't have time, you know, it's over, you can't use Facebook or she doesn't use Facebook anymore, I think. But we, you can't be on Instagram anymore. She just, you know, punches her, her code and she's like, okay, allow myself to use Instagram more. So Woo, it's that. not very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it is for the kids. The other day, like my, my son came up with the iPad and he said, hey, there's this weird thing, it's not working. And yeah, that was screen time kicking in. So it works. <laughs> It works, um, and uh, I think uh, works on tiny children. See it on the Mac, yeah, it works on tiny children, less on adults <laughs> because they're the one with the passcodes. But right. uh, if anything, it's uh, good. 
you know, it's like sleep tracking. Like, what do you do with it? What it, it, it gives you, it makes you more aware of certain things. And I think in this case, I don't use screen time. I tried it and I was like, I don't need this. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm responsible. And, uh, but at least it gives you an idea of, of how many times you can hit a limit that you set yourself. You know, if you say, <laughs> I'm going to set uh, myself a limit of an hour of social networking a day. And by 9.30 a.m., you already hit this limit. You know that you have a bigger problem than you probably thought. Uh, so, so I think it's good to be more aware um, of of how you use your device and maybe help you along the way to make adjustments uh, to use your device or certain specific applications or category of applications a little less. Yeah, I th- I like your comparison to the sleep data because you're right. Kind of you don't know what to do with it necessarily, but it does. Makes you more self-aware. But I just wonder how many people are hitting that limit in screen time in the first hour, like you mentioned, and then they're going, "Woo, I've got a problem. Let's let's really try to take this back and let's get get control of things back." I just I don't feel like that feature does that. I think a lot of people just like you're like you were saying about your wife is they just punch in their passcode and they're like, "Okay," and maybe you hit that limit five times in a day and you go. I should probably not do Facebook as much or Instagram as much. I mean, I'll tell you, I've deleted Instagram in the past where I've just said, you know, I'm wasting too many time, like too much time scrolling through my feed and watching these entertaining videos. Like it's just a time waster. There's no real benefit. Um, so I've deleted Instagram, I'll, you know, for a couple of days or even a week or two and just be like, okay, I think I'm ready to have it back on. But, um, uh, the screen time thing, I don't know that I've ever used it. I've really just kind of tried to take it in my own hands, just delete the problem of whatever's going on. Yeah. So that was my pick number four. Before you go ahead with your pick number uh, five, your final and last and maybe the most important pick of them all, I want to thank uh, our other sponsor, that's OWC. Keep the Mac, you know, with OWC. From drives to gear to stickers, You've put time into making your Mac your own. And the new OWC Aura Pro X2 SSD can give you up to 16 times more storage and up to double the speed of the original drive of your Mac. Uh, with that capacity and power, you can keep your Mac running optimally for years at a fraction of the cost of buying a new Mac. In addition to groundbreaking read and write speeds, the Aura Pro X2 is engineered with enhanced burst performance. Now, what does that mean? Well, it means that your files load faster and stream fluidly, giving you an edge on your workflow, games, and of course, productivity. In just 15 minutes, no kidding, 15 minutes, you can transform your Mac with Aura Pro X2 for speed and storage to rival the latest Mac models. And don't even think it's too complex because OWC video tutorials walk you through removing your original SSD and replacing it with a new one. Seriously, it's not as difficult as it sounds. It's actually, uh, they provide all the tools and everything, and the videos are super detailed. It's actually pretty simple and can be done in just a few minutes. Uh, plus, if you have a, a problem, OWC's award-winning US support team is just a phone call or chat away. Your Mac, more space, twice as fast with OWC Aura Pro X2 SSD. You can learn more right now at maxsales.com slash IDB. That's maxsales.com, M-A-C-S-A-L-E-S dot com slash IDB. Okay, we're down to our final pick here. And uh, uh, I'm just, I'm torn, you know, because like you, I don't like just going with the, 
I'm, you know, the tiny little, I don't like the low hanging fruit. I don't like just going for the win. I like, I want to be bold, you know, like a part of me wants to say Apple's going to bust out 3d glasses, but you know, that's not going to happen. So I need to find a balance between bold, but also likely, (laughs) and I'm not finding that balance just yet. So I'm about to take what I consider a wuss pick. All of this to say, this guy is making is making more of his big speeches. Oh yes, just like you, I want to win big and stuff. And as you saying that, I'm looking at the list of four picks you've made so far, and it's like, you know, not that bored at all, man. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's it's a fair it's a fair assessment of what's going on here. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm stuck between two here, and I just got to pick one. One's a little more bold than the other, but they're both priced still. Okay, um, ah, we're doing it. Mouse input support for the iPad. Now, okay, now we're yes, guessing. yeah, this is kind of out there, right? This is definitely in the rumors, right? This popped up in the report, so it's not like I'm just throwing a wild, crazy guess into the wind. But yikes, <laughs> you know, like it's I can't even envision how Apple could implement this and justify it when they've spent the last eight years telling you that touch input is the future. <laughs> so I'm yeah. basically talking myself out of my own pick at this point. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where we're at, I guess, in this show <laughs> is is that I'm picking I basically psyched myself out into picking a probably terrible pick just to try to save some face in the wuss department. But either way, this was in the rumors. And I'll tell you what, I think it's time for iPad to grow up. Apple, not last year necessarily, but a couple years ago, Apple gave us, you know, the the slide over and the run up to three apps at once. You know, they kind of teased us a little bit and said, hey, you can do some things. And if you ask somebody like Federico Vitici, he's going to tell you that you could do everything you want and more on the iPad. But I remain a skeptic. I watch from afar. I sold my iPad Pro a good six months ago at this point, and I never looked back. But if Apple steps it up a little bit here and does something bold like this, you might lure me back in. You might give me that false hope that I could really get some work done on the ipad if you add mass input mouse support that's where i'm at that's pretty good man um yeah 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 tip of the hat <laughs> you're, uh, you're like you, my I, friend, because i have no idea what to say here <laughs> no 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 it's a good pick it's a it's a good one um i'll add what we added when we discussed this a few weeks or months ago on, on this very show that if that's going to come to the iPad, it's not going to be. And you know what? That's, that might even be something we don't hear about for a couple of days if that comes up. I don't think it's something that's going to be on the slide on the screen. I don't think it's something they're going to even mention. That might be something that gets discovered as people set up the new ah, betas and go play in the oh. accessibility features and, oh. and can enable this somehow. I immediately so retract my pick. Yes, but you can't. That's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, who, who knows? You know, like sometimes they have these slides, even though I don't think they've done it like the last couple of times where they say they have a slide with a bunch of stuff, everything we didn't talk about today, but all these new features are coming to 
iOS, you know, and you have like 150 features uh, written on the screen and everybody's like zooming in to see what it says. So if they have one of these, it might be there. Or again, it might be discovered, uh, who knows, maybe during the, you know, during the few hours after the keynote when the beta is available and people go straight to this. So all hope is not lost for you. Um, it's still possible. It's still, a, it's still a pretty bold pick. I mean, regardless, you know, regardless, we don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, so it's, it's a pretty bold one. I like it. I'm counting on you, Rambo, 9to5Mac. I need you to find this feature in the beta before the clock strikes midnight. <laughs> yeah, and we're going by Pacific time, right? So oh, the yeah, official, yeah. the official time. It would be better for you anyway. It would play out in your favor. Yeah, it gives anyway. me gives me an extra two hours over Central Time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, my last pick. I okay. I've got I got four things right here on my screen that I can pick from. I'm gonna take this one out because I don't want it. Uh, I'm gonna take this one out too. And you know what? I'm going to tell this, take this one out because you added it to the list. It's not me who added it. And it leaves <laughs> me one. It leaves okay. me one. My last pick is uh, a noticeably updated messages application. And by that, I don't mean necessarily the design of the, the messages app, but, but rather the features of the messages application. Uh, some rumors... I think it was uh, Mark Gurman uh, that mentioned this um, a few weeks ago, um, that iMessage might get some sort of uh, WhatsApp-like announcements. Um, you could um, set up your own profile picture um, for group, group texting, for example. You, know, uh, you could set up your own display name. So I would be, you, know, you would be Melfco and I would be Sebastian Page because that's my display name everywhere. But that <laughs> kind of stuff. Um, I, I could see, you know, like this is now, I'm just again riffing on this, on this peak of my, pick of mine here. Uh, something I really would like to see in messages is the ability to uh, kind of like bookmark messages or star messages or like messages. I don't know. Like we can already do with like the tap back thing, you know. Right. But I would like to be able to star a message or bookmark a message and be able to to get back to it anytime. You know, six months from now, I wouldn't have to search for it. And search is terrible on messages anyway. Uh, but have like a, a, a tab or something where I would have all my uh, bookmark messages uh, I've I've found myself like needing this feature in the past, and uh, and uh, yeah, that's something I, I would I would really 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 like. And of course, we're probably going to see some um, uh, additional and emojis and stickers and and things like this. Um, I think uh, there was a rumor about uh, virtual characters based on on yourself, um, kind of like emojis, but that could track you and stuff. I don't know. Um, I'm not even sure about that but i i feel like the whatsapp like announcements thing f- uh, focus is gonna be the best argument for the messages app and i mean messages app is one of the most used messaging application in the world but if you look at it really it's a very bare bone application and just like you know reminders can can get a uh, new features and enhancements and also a coat of paint. Uh, I think the messages app can, can get that as well. Like a little, little bit of, of love and, and new features to making it a more uh, potent 
application, especially compared to like the WhatsApp and the Telegrams and all these uh, com- um, uh, messaging applications out there. Right. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I, I've been impressed with uh, what Apple's done with the uh, Messages app as a platform. I think uh, I'm actually kind of bummed that the rumors haven't panned out that it's uh, made its way to to Android just because I think the platform itself is good. Yeah, it looks a little bland, but that's because a lot of the magic is happening behind the scenes. They also do a good job of tucking away some of the bigger features like um, the uh, apps, you know, being able to run apps, being able to post these interactive cards in the messages app. I'm surprised at how popular apps and games have become. You know, I've got less than tech savvy friends that have, you know, not even just recently, but over the last year, maybe over a year, they discovered that you can play games and messages app and they want to play pool or they want to bowl or they want to play golf with me in the messages app, which I think is a sign that it's more than, you know, when you see Apple unveil something like that on stage, you kind of write it off as a gimmick. Like, okay, you know, nobody's going to play a tiny version of pool in their messages app, but because it's so easy, because it's so easy to have somebody join your game and you don't have to, each download a game separately and then try to figure it out uh, independently. Okay, now you invite me. My screen name is uh, Cody12659 uh, Cowboys. You know, like you don't have to say stuff like that. You can literally just be like, just send me the invite and messages. So a little side note there, but uh, I think Apple has in the past done a good job with messages, but it's you're right. It's been a few years since we've seen them show it any considerable love. So I'm guessing that your pick here. Uh, which I'm starting to notice a theme with you. Let's update the health app. Let's update the messages app. Well, duh. So hopefully we see some notable, notable new features. Uh, you know, the WhatsApp thing, that would be no- notable if, if everybody's like, okay, that's just like WhatsApp. Um, but uh, yeah. Well, that's it. Uh, you have your five picks and I'm going to read them out loud to sum up here. You have system-wide dark mode refreshed reminders app uh, apple will get rid of the annoying volume hud new music app along itunes on mac mouse uh, input support on ipad and uh, my picks were cross-platform ios and mac apps notable improvements to shortcuts on ios uh, revamped health application screen time for mac and noticeably updated messages application so you're really all in on the notable updates to popular apps yeah you know like i hadn't noticed until you made me notice a minute ago so it wasn't completely intentional it's just it just happened to be to be that okay. and and really i would have picked a couple of yours if i had i think i would have picked a couple of yours if i had um uh the, the um, lead pick the lead yeah yeah so let's real quick before we go on the bonus question. I just I'm looking through this list and I'm trying to think of ones that I might have picked differently or ones that also stuck out to me. The the CarPlay uh, refresh that was a big rumor uh, in one of the recent Bloomberg reports, I believe. And I just feel like that CarPlay is a very popular feature. Um, just talking with friends that are shopping for cars and things like that. Um, it just CarPlay still seems like a very popular feature for consumers. Uh, also, support for multiple voices on HomePod. We talked about this, I believe, in last week's episode or maybe two weeks yep. ago. Um, so I think there's a big chance for that. We didn't talk about any hardware, but I think it's very possible Apple does another one of those can't innovate my ass type of segments and shows off the uh, 
the new Mac Pro, maybe even just previews it. You know, they're not afraid to do that with such a niche product where they go, here's what we're working on. They know the Mac fans need something. You got to throw them something. Developer convention like this would be a great place to do it at. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see them show off the what they're working on with the new in regards to the new Mac Pro. And then also just other iPad related things like a new um, uh, uh, gestures. Ah, I said it wrong again. I even like I even gave myself like a lot of runway to really think about it. Which one are you going to say, Cody? Um, but, you know, new swipe type things that you can do on the iPad, I think, is a would have been a good pick. Is there anything that stands out to you that you either wish you would have picked or you really like strongly considered? Um, let me go down the list here. Do, 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 do. Custom uh, watch faces for Apple Watch. I, I think we'll see several new ones of those. No. Oh, no, not custom. Yeah, not custom. Actual new watch faces, I, I believe, have yes. been rumored and new first party watch faces but i doubt we're yeah. gonna see apple open up watch faces to developers even with strict guidelines i don't know i just don't see that yet it's gonna happen it has to at some point you know like this fruit is just right there to be picked uh, but it looks like apple has other uh things on its plate right now uh new music app yeah was kind of a kind of like something we've heard rumors about a new tile like device and a new uh, find my ex kind of or find well the combining you know find, find my, my friends, friends and iPhone yeah, yeah. and find and find my friends yeah find my friends and find my phone oh so I don't know if that's something we would see at WWDC I actually doubt it as I'm speaking about it now because you know like developers don't need access to that kind of stuff really um, unless unless I don't know no I don't know I don't know. Um, so that would probably be something more for an iPhone event. Um, support for multiple voices on HomePod that you mentioned is, I'm not sure about that, but that's more like of a, of a want. I want it rather than I really think it's going to happen, but I, I know I really want it. Uh, the new MacBook uh, Mac Pro preview that you mentioned and the external, the new monitor uh, preview. We might, who knows? We might see a preview. We might even get more than a preview. Who knows? We might even see uh, Apple might give us uh, a loose launch date and maybe even a price available or maybe just available uh, later this year. You know, that would be more than we know so far about a potential launch date. So, and uh, we didn't talk about services at all. We didn't talk about Apple TV Plus. We didn't talk about Apple Arcade. We didn't talk uh, Apple Card. Uh, we didn't talk iCloud storage. That's kind of the joke now. Um, but again, that's a developer-centric event. They could, have, of course, talk about Apple TV Plus and things like this, and, uh, and Arcade and, and Apple Card. But it's not a priority. For me, <laughs> in this game, it wouldn't be a priority. And even like if you ask me like the top 20 things to pick, these wouldn't be on my list right today. Uh, in the top 20 things they would show in the list we have. So, Like we talked about with, uh, for I guess we did this before the show started, but we removed updates for HealthKit, updates for HomeKit. Um, I think that could, the same could be said for some of these things we have, like more details about Apple Arcade. It just feels kind of ambiguous. And you just, uh, with so many other options, like you said, I think I could pick, 15 or 20 other options before picking one of these services thing. I know uh, <laughs> I know I'm going to regret the mouse input one, but, 
But uh, otherwise, I feel pretty good about it. And yeah, services didn't really cross my mind. Even just, we didn't talk anything about TVOS, maybe because we're kind of short on rumors on what the new version of TVOS will bring. Um, and then the same with watchOS. I know that there was uh, there's talk about uh, first-party faces, which I already mentioned, and uh, talk of there being an app store right there on the watchOS uh, app watch. So I know that if you're listening and you're going, well, this is supposed to be a good roundup of what to expect, and we totally uh, you know, omitted two platforms, but I just think that uh, iOS and macOS are so big for Apple uh, in terms of user base, but also in terms of what they are interested in. Uh, that I think these two other two things just naturally take a back seat in terms of uh, uh, events like this. So we'll see. We'll see if we're completely wrong and maybe they spend the whole time talking about TVOS. But I just, you know, I feel like we paid enough attention uh, to the things that we think they're going to pay attention to during the keynote next week. Yeah. So do you want to go ahead and explain what the wild card is and how we're going to play this? Oh, yeah, for sure. So this is kind of a – we do wild cards from time to time. I don't know if this is a staple, but I, I hope we do this going forward because this was kind of a cool uh, idea that you came up with. Uh, so what it is is we picked – I'll just tell you the question first off, and it's how long is the Apple event going to be from start to finish? Okay, we have to guess it. We're guessing in minutes, so we're not going to say like an hour and 92 minutes. Well, that would be – a terrible example, Cody, but <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't want to give away my guess either though. So I'm like trying to throw a high number out there. But uh, anyways, you get what I'm saying. We're just, it's your guess is only in minutes, not saying hours. And it's from, we, we literally spent probably 20 minutes talking about this, but uh, it's literally from uh, when, that when you start to see sounds or images on the screen, right? So sometimes Apple starts with Tim Cook walking on stage to applause, but also sometimes they start with a video. It seems like here lately they've been starting with a video. So basically, as soon as you feel like the event started is when we're saying go. And uh, I'll kind of keep an eye. We can kind of keep an eye on the time during the live event the day of. But obviously, they're going to upload a recording of it just hours after the actual live event. They'll upload it to their website, and then you know, even more hours later, they'll go to YouTube. So we can get exact if we need to. Um, but it's the start is when you, you know, when you see sounds or images come on, or you know, and, and the event started. And then uh, now that I'm like looking at this, I'm like, how did we spend ten minutes talking about? I know, right? Uh, like debating on what's what should equal the start of the event <laughs> it seriously seems so dumb now <laughs> looking back at it that i'm having a hard time not laughing um so and then the end is obviously when tim cook basically when he says his final words you know so if apple has a drone and it spins around the audience for 10 minutes that probably shouldn't count as part of the event it's literally when tim cook says all right everybody have a great week or thanks for joining us hands-on areas over there um, you know what I'm saying. So that's the start. That's the end. That's how we're going by. And this is not prices right rules. So we wanted to basically take away the chance of somebody going, all right, my guess is 28 minutes. Okay, cool. I'll go 29 minutes. So you can go over. It's literally who is the closest. So if I'm nine minutes away and Sebastian's four minutes away, that means he wins. And I should also probably note here that the wild card is worth two points. So let's say Sebastian's down by three and he gets this and he gets two points for it. He only loses to me by one versus by the very embarrassing three points. 
And the way we're going to do this, we're going to do like the game show. We're going to reveal it. Um, but uh, we, for competitive reasons, yeah. um, <laughs> we can't unveil it like one after the other. We kind of have to unveil it at the same time. So uh, what Cody and I are going to do is that we're going to go to Slack. And uh, Cody is going to type his number. And I'm going to type my number. And we're going to count to one, two, three. And at three, we're both going to hit enter. This way, there's no room for uh, trying to uh, steal the or not steal, but take advantage of the other other person number or something. Well, I wanted to explain. You're not going to be able to see this anywhere on the podcast. This is really just for <laughs> this is this is how like competitive we really are. Like we're had to do this so that if I say 48 minutes, Sebastian's not going to be like, oh, well, I was thinking 140 minutes. Now I definitely have to change. You know, we don't want our picks yeah. to impact each other. So we're sending these yeah. same time. I'll let you count to three and then I'm going to hit enter. All right. I'm ready. One, two, three, enter. Go. Ooh, oh, that's close. That's very close. So here's, okay, I'll, well, let's just say it. I picked 108. 108 minutes. And I picked 115. 115 yes. minutes. Yeah. What wow. I didn't want to do... Yeah, I, they always push it. I think they've got a lot to unveil, so I thought they were going to get close to two hours, but I didn't want to be very far away from an hour and a half. So I kind of split the difference almost. And I think it's going to mm-hmm. screw me in the end here because I think God, they always seem to go two hours in the uh, with the keynotes. Yeah, I, w- I don't want to sound too cocky because that's not my type, you know it. Yeah, <laughs> but not I, think I'm gonna, I'm, I think I'm, I'm going to, I think I'm going to gain, I'm going to win this one. I think uh, the numbers are so close that unless the show runs much, not much, but shorter than average, I would think, I, I think I'm going to, I'm going to bag this one. Like, think about this. What if they stop at 110 minutes? Because that would be, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I tried to get, I tried to get, because you're very close to two hours. So if they are for sure going to go two hours, or maybe even over that, I think they've gone over that before. But if they're two hours or more, you're, you've are you got it. But if they shy up even 10 minutes of two hours, that's for me. So that's, I've, I really tried to be strategic about picking a number that wasn't too far away from the 10 minutes shy of two hours mark. Um, we'll see. We'll see if my strategy works. I felt good about it until I saw yours, and I was like, "Damn, they're probably gonna go two hours." <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I hope right. so. Oh man. Okay. Well, that wraps it up for this um, fun, fun, fun episode. Of course, everybody can uh, follow along because everything is in the show notes. You can see the entire list of potential picks. You can see our picks in. Uh, our answer for the wild card. Uh, I want to thank uh, both our sponsors, Luna Display. Go to lunadisplay.com and enter our promo code TALK at checkout for an exclusive 10% discount. Also want to thank OWC. Uh, you can learn more about uh, making your Mac faster with OWC Aura Pro X2 SSD. Go to maxsales.com slash IDB. And of course, thank you, Cody. And I'll talk to you next week.